Welcome to the Lighthouse Experiment, a Freedom Center Church podcast. Okie doke, well, welcome back to the Lighthouse Experiment podcast this week. Your host, Pastor Jim Parkin, and myself, Ashley Chandler. So glad you're all back with us this week. Yeah, good evening, everybody. How are you feeling this week compared to last week? I feel like... About the same. About the same, yeah. Yeah. My doctor people tell me it's going to take a long time. Yeah. Like, whatever. (laughs) Right. I I try not to get into the conversation, but I'll get into it just for you. I wonder how different would have been for me had I not been vaccinated if I'm still true. Yeah. Like, absolutely. But I mean, I mean, that's the whole point of it was to reduce the symptoms of it, to keep right. people out of the hospital and keep everybody from. And that, <coughs> excuse me, it was killed successful. by COVID. Yeah. So. Right. So, but yep, whatever. It's just slowly but surely. You know? Yeah, how was how was how were the twelve hour shifts though being upright for twelve hours at a time last week? Like last week, last week yeah. was rough. Yeah. Last week I'd be exhausted by like one. <laughs> <laughs> it's just it's frustrating, right? Because like on Monday, I want to say, I tried to go down and, and use my echo bike and try to get a workout, and yeah. usually <clears throat> I can go for like thirty minutes or so is what I'll do is how long I'll just do something like yeah that high intensity interval stuff for I'll set a timer for 30 minutes and just go. I got into like three and a half or five minutes. And I was like, man, like <laughs> wheezing and coughing. It's like, it's a bummer though. Cause I used yeah. to be the dude that I could be like not even planning to run the crim until the day before the crim and then go run the crim and it's no right. problem. Right. So to all of a sudden have no cardio is like in my head. And I go lie to you guys. I'm like, dude, did I just turn 70? <laughs> like, no disrespect to seven year olds, but like, am I all of a sudden yeah. I can't do the same stuff? So we're praying against that. Right. I'm sure that it'll come back, but oh, I I almost guarantee it that it will. I'll just take some time. <laughs> it is just it's weird. It's just a weird feeling. Yeah. To like. Because I've never, it's like not since the military has there ever been a time where I was out of shape. And I feel like <laughs> it's just, fair. yeah, that's fair. You yeah. know, it's just a weird, it's weird to be well, limited. And how often have we joked with you that, you know, like, hey, you never get sick because you went to line B in the military and they gave <laughs> right. you the. And then got it. <laughs> you know, so I mean, you're, right. you're not down very often, if at all, you know, so. Wild. Yeah. yeah. So anyway, turn the page. Yeah. And so for you guys listening, we, this week at house church, I decided, <coughs> excuse me, I would show a movie about a missionary family, uh, Dave and Karen Eubanks and their kids. Um, they run an organization called the free Burma Rangers. And so we watched that film and it was, <coughs> I had watched it before. Like I pre-gamed it unbeknownst, like Ashley's finding out for the first time this second (laughs) (laughs) that I pre-gamed that movie and just, well, I also, I didn't want it to be too gnarly. You know what I mean? Yeah. I didn't want it to be like, and it, and so 
So you guys, it's like war stuff. It's like yeah. violent. Uh, the uh, Burmese, like the Burma army attacking like civilians and stuff and killing them. And there's like seeing bodies on a trail yeah. and all this stuff. So I guess as a sidebar, how bad would it have to be for me to be a cause too gnarly? If right. I'm showing you guys I mean, that's that. kind of also what I'm wondering too, you know, <laughs> right. so here, but here's what I told Nick. This is what I told Nick last night. I said, um, I would watch something like that any day because it's truthful. Right. Because I have a, unless it's an historical like Black Hawk Down or like, something with intention or just a fun action movie, it's hard for me to watch gnarly war type movies just for the sake of, sake of entertainment because that's not entertainment for me because real stuff like that happens. So for me, it's not, right. I don't get into all, like Nick loves some of the high tech like shows and uh oh. like you know like yeah with the spies and the espionage i mean he really he loves that stuff i have a hard time watching stuff when it gets too serious if it's not something that's like historical like documentary right. type thing I, because- I agree with you so like i watch like like obviously black hawk down um saving private ryan yeah because d-day really happened but right right we i'm not a super huge ago. fan yeah. But like 13 hours, the secret soldiers of Benghazi, that's real. That was not so long ago. Right. And so for that, and I think it's different for me too, because that's just this kind of the space, you know, not yeah. to that extent, but I'm in the space where you see death. And right. so. And see, I me, don't see that stuff doesn't, there's, there's a place in my mind that, like watching that Monday night, it's almost, it's a it happened to a real life and it, almost like in their honor, I don't want to look away if that right. makes sense. So that type of thing doesn't scare me because I don't want to be the type of person, the type of American, the type of Christian, whatever you want to categorize it that looks away from stuff like that because it's uncomfortable or because it's painful to watch, you know? So I, I loved watching that. It was incredibly moving and emotional to see, see parts of that. But then it was extremely, I think, so I would say a couple, my two favorite parts I would say was when um, the Muhammad gentleman was talking about the Burmese guy and asking like, who are you? Why are you here? And describing this conversation he's having with them and realizing, oh, we're actually quite similar. You've come right. from similar to what we're experiencing and you're coming to help me. Like, and he even said, this is powerful. Like, wow. Like what, what mm-hmm. is happening here? Right. Um, so that was really neat to see that somebody from Burma would leave to go help right. somebody else. I thought that was extremely powerful. Right. And then when Muhammad said, um, I think it was him. He said it, it was good to know that the world hasn't left a rap behind. Right. And that was, I, I had not thought of it in that way. Um, you know, cause I, I told Nick, I'm like, in a, in a weird way, it would be kind of like if somebody came in and took over our house and our family here, like broke into our home, took us captive. Right. And then our whole community, our church community and all you guys, you just said, well, figure it out. 
like nobody came busting down the door to help us. They just, you guys were just like, Hey, you know, deal right. with it. <clears throat> so in a similar way, I, I kind of thought of it like that, you know, I hadn't really thought about, um, folks in Iraq feeling like the world had kind of turned their back on them. Right. So that was an interesting way to think about it and see it mm -hmm. from that perspective. I thought that was pretty powerful. Well, and that's the thing too. Like <clears throat> when you think of like, uh, any of the wars that have happened in any right. of the Middle East stuff, you think of those Iraq soldiers, these Iraqis or the Iranians, whoever, whoever the enemy is in finger right. quotes is just dudes right around our same age that doesn't want to die. It doesn't want to kill another dude any more than we do. Right. You know what I mean? So like, I think that is lost on people a lot of the time. Yeah. Like we're just young dudes that picked this crazy job. Now we're pitted against each other for really no gain of our own. Right. And it's just, you know, so yeah, that's, I like that as well. And that, that's a thing. That's a thing when you go these, you, it's sometimes it's hard to, to kind of have that frame of reference because we're here and we're dealing with our kind of first world stuff, you know, which some of it is very serious. Right. Some of it not so serious, right? right. By comparison. Right. But like, there's another a movie we should, we should, if I can never find the DVD again, The Insanity of God. That's another. Uh, I know that's on my list. I've been wanting to but, watch that for months now. There's a section of that movie where he talks about being in this remote, in the hills, way the heck out of, away from civilization in China. And he shares the gospel. And the first thing these Chinese people do is begin to weep and pray and when he's trying to figure out why are they so sad, like, this is good news, bro, talking to his translator. And these people, Ashley, are freaking so concerned that no one else knows about this. They're trying to figure out how they're going to get this information out, like to, like to the rest of us. Yeah. So, I mean, and typically, that's what happens, right? That's yeah. what happens. You accept Christ in your life, and the first thing you have to do is, like, you're it's, it's almost like you're manic. You have to, like, everyone's yeah. got to know. Yeah. Right. <clears throat> so I don't know. It's, it's wild. Anyway. Well, that and, was, I would, uh, and kind of back to kind of, I remember being in high school and, and learning about, you know, being in history classes and learning about some of these wars and stuff like that. And this whole, dynamic of, okay, so we're one of the first world nations. Mm -hmm. And just because we're one of the great big world superpowers, doesn't mean that we have the right to just step in and be big brother with everybody, you know? So I, I remember from even high school time being, okay, so when do we step in? When do we stay out right. of it? When do we allow a nation to figure it out on its own? When do we step in because of a humanitarian side, you know? So um, it's neat to see, organizations that, you know, even for David and his family being approached saying, okay, you know, the Iraq situation, for example, we right. don't have the right to go in there because of our restrictions, but you could go in. Right. <laughs> will, will you partner with us? Will you be able mm -hmm. to, you know, go in and do what we can't? Um, and that really opens up a whole different way of seeing the world. And for, I think we talked um, when Steve was on 
you know, go start that foundation, go be a part of this organization. Like there's so many things to get involved with instead of just waiting around for a government to do something. Right. (laughs) You know? Yeah. Cause that, yeah. Cause there, there, there are more restrictions in that realm. So it's good to know that these, this organization is out there. Uh, Preemptive love coalition is out there. They're also in the middle East. And it's just, um, you know, these are all American Christians just loving on people. Yeah. You know, um, Jeremy Courtney from Preemptive Love, he's like when, when, when we needed to do like strategic missile strikes and drone strikes and stuff like that, he's like, like literally going on Instagram and Twitter and all these live feeds like, hey, we're here. Just like, I know it might not be official in your eyes, but we are here and this is what yeah. we're doing. And just, yeah, you know, <clears throat> so, I mean, yeah, I just, to me, that stuff is important to share. Absolutely. Important. You know, and it's, it's like one of the, it's inspiring to me. I don't find it. And, you know, a buddy asked me this today, we were talking about it. I don't find it convicting. I don't feel like convicted now because they're doing this thing now i gotta go do this thing over here that's like compared to that now that's and i i I hope that nobody felt that way i don't think that's my point for showing that stuff i just it's just what you can do with a little faith and right some determination and this that is truly what loving your neighbor is right there it's like right an example of that so like whatever your space is do that same thing completely sold out in your space. Absolutely. No, that's how I felt. I mean, I <coughs> definitely not. I mean, I don't think you guys are going to pack up the kids and go to, <laughs> no. I don't know, maybe, maybe. Yeah, I, next mean, thing maybe. You know, I mean, if God told me to, but... <coughs> Chandler's in Haiti or I mean, Cuba. Or... Right. You know, but, um, you know, I just climbed a mountain. Maybe I could go to Haiti, you know? I mean, you know, I think that that's where like, hey, don't put limitations on yourself. Don't put limitations on God, you know, but I think that, um, I mean, just simple things like he, I mean, it's not simple, but I mean, when, when they had got both those men and Ben shot and the one got Mm -hmm. shot like eight times in his Mm -hmm. neck and head and chest and all this, and he lives. Mm -hmm. And then the one guy that got, you know, shot once in the stomach, he dies Right. And David even says, you know, the one lived, the one died. And he's able to say, I don't understand. You know, right. I don't understand, but I know that God, you know, God has me here. He, he loves people, you know, and he cares and I'm here doing what he's asked me to do, you know, but there's right. still things that we, we're not going to understand this side of things. You know, we just have to go do and be obedient, you know? Yeah. So that was, that was cool as a Christian to see that, okay, here's this <coughs> great man of faith that's doing this insane thing with his family. And there's still stuff that he has to wrestle with. There's still the same mm-hmm. basic things that he has to trust God with and have faith for and just right. do, you know? So that was cool. Right. Right. It's heavy, right? When he's talking about those the two women that had been assaulted and his test, those guys, like, you know, what I want to do kill all ISIS. Yeah. Every one of them. And then he says, like, the first thing he sees in scripture is vengeance is mine. 
I will repay. And like, oh yeah, okay, yeah. about that. <laughs> it's rough, man. It's not. <clears throat> I think too that sometimes the problem. Uh, I mean, problems and overstated. But I think a, I'll say it like this. I think a struggle the American Christian Church has is that the most outward, like the most popular things, the most blown up things are like all the celebrity pastors and right. all these, this, this wonderful worship music, but these huge world tours and concerts. And then it's, it's great. Right. It is. But at the same time, it kind of makes the water murky. You know what I mean? And yeah. I mean, and there's, yeah. there's a place in the kingdom for all of it, for sure. Right. But if that's what everybody's seeing or people being mean to people, you know, on social media, then both look fake, right? Then both look fake. Right. And so it's, you know, I, I think that that's where to do all those concerts are, are extremely encouraging. I mean, worship right. is extremely powerful, extremely encouraging. People have been saved, healed, delivered at, at events like that. Um, but I think Absolutely. that most those bands, you get on their Instagram, you get on most of their websites, they have real family situations that often yeah. a lot of them share. And they're very real about like, hey, this this crap's going on with my life, you know, like a major artist just lost his son to what drug overdose, like during COVID last year. Was it, was that Mac? Tony, Toby uh, Mac, Toby Mac. Yeah. yeah Toby Mac. Yeah. Yeah. Son. So, I mean, it's like Jesus has promised, like we're, we're going to experience stuff. We're going to see heartache and trials and stuff, but he's promised he's overcome them all. It's just, we gotta, we gotta walk through it. <laughs> right. You know? And I mean, almost kind of back to, um, you know, the war aspect of things, you know, even Nick said, he's like, I, he's like, I don't know if I'm just like callous. Like it just doesn't, he, he was trying to like figure out like that type of thing doesn't ex like admit an emotional response to him. But I would see him more like David kind of explained himself as like a missionary warrior type thing. Like he, mm. he, saw himself as both. He grew up in a mil uh, missionary family, but he knew he was called to more of like a fighting physical aspect, protecting aspect for people. Right. And I think that Nick has such more of just the warrior aspect in him where I think for him, he can kind of, he would be one of those guys that could sign up and go do the war aspect of it and be able to shut his brain off and not get so roped up in that. Cause I said, we need that too. You know what I mean? We can't have soldiers out there that are over analyzing every shot they have to make and every move. They have to go file the old orders and go do the mission. You know what I mean? So right. I think that there's, there's kind of back to that point of there is a place in the body and the kingdom for all of it. And we have to be right. obedient with what that looks like, you know, and that's okay. You know, it's, it's okay that Nick doesn't watch something like that and sit at the couch and weep over it if he's not supposed to, you know, he right. just needs to be obedient with what, well, yeah, you know what I mean? Like it doesn't need to be an emotional response for everybody. Right. Right. That's my point. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, and none of it does, man. I like I've talked to people before that, that don't believe like this. will this is a wild one that actually 
have a moment where I'm saved because there was not this big emotional, like on my face at the altar breakdown, crying for hours. Just something within me switched on and that was that, you know, I mean, right. Right. It doesn't have to be like a a formal altar crawl didn't have to happen. Right. Right. You know, there's not like, but everybody's different. I knew we knew a guy from life group years ago that he said when he got saved, he literally, he's like, I saw like psychedelic colors when I accepted Jesus. He's like, it was, it was wild. And he's like, I promise I wasn't doing any drugs at the time, (laughs) you know, but that was like, he, like for him, the literal vibrant color of life became more apparent. Yeah. Like that type of becoming alive in Christ happened that way for him. And so it's just, it's different with everybody, you know? Right. And me, dude, Pastor Jim was preaching on how, like we have the same access to the father as Christ does. Like he said something about co-heirs. Then he said something about dominion over the whole dang planet. And I was like, dang, sign me up. I mean, <laughs> that sounds dope. And I'm like, that was it. He did a little off the call, put my hand up and that was it. And then awesome. he got baptized soon after that. that is but literally sweet. I had, I had never heard it said like that. Dude, I was like, oh, in my head, I was talking like I talk. I was like, that's pretty dope. I think I'm down for this. <laughs> that's I was so like, cool. dude, did he say dominion? Oh, elbow and Holcomb. <laughs> I was like, my guy, did he say dominion over the whole world? <laughs> so, yeah. Let's divide and conquer, man. <laughs> Yeah. No, and, but it's it's like everybody has their spot in the kingdom, oh, and yeah. like for you guys listening, this is you know one of our famous kind of Seinfeld episodes where we just kind of talk. But it's really an important film. Yeah. That the insanity of God, they're very. It's important to see people <coughs> that that we are brothers and sisters in Christ with go out and do the thing and struggle. Yeah. Yeah. And take their family from the time they were babies. They have their kids out there, you know, and just that kind of faith, you know. Yeah. But that's important in our first responder community. You know, that's important in the hospitals. That's important to be that person. Yeah. You know, to be to be moving through that kind of faith and that kind of trust in God, that kind of obedience. Because the idea like the reason we do what we do with TLE is to keep like people encouraged to keep them, you know, not always in the negative, not always in the darkness, right. you know, cause you know, I saw something recently. I was, uh, the rapper pastor lady, Jackie Hill, yeah. Jackie Perry. Yeah. But she, what she was saying the other day, she posted that like, it's easy to be cynical it's easy to be, to carry that, that kind of hate, that kind of nonstop anger, you know, this kind of nonstop downtrodden, you know, way of, of doing things, but, you know, being optimistic and positive and hopeful. Yeah. You know, that's courageous. <laughs> that's courageous. Yeah. And I would say this, like, no matter what you're doing, no matter if it's 
paramedic school or EMT school, you're going to be a fireman or a nurse or a doctor, cop, a pastor, a missionary, whatever it is. If you lack optimism, you've lost already. Yeah. And, and that's it. Like if you are going at it with this is going to suck, like stay home because <laughs> it will, you know, yeah. that sounds harsh, but if that is the way you're starting out with everything about this is all wrong, like we can't progress that way. Not at all. Yeah. That's good. So yeah, man, good movie. It was super good. I made some amazing smoked Mac and cheese. <laughs> yeah, you did. <clears throat> made some sausage to go with it. That was fun. I like, I like making those meals. It makes me happy it to give you guys food. Eating, eating that food. <laughs> That's good. That's the point. <laughs> Cause that was, that was the day I think over the weekend, just from Halloween and that stuff, like my house was just hit Monday, Tuesday. Cause I worked Monday, Tuesday too. Oh yeah. So by the time Tuesday came around, I'm like, I'm a sad excuse for a human being right now. And so Monday night to go over and just hang out, Nick and I both wore like basically adult leisure wear, oh, yeah, dude. <laughs> you know, had our baked no mac and cheese, there. you know, smoked mac and cheese. And it was, it was just as an adult to have somebody else make you dinner is just like, Oh, it's the best, huh? I love you. <laughs> Thank you <laughs> for beating me. <laughs> yeah, man. But really, that makes me happy. It makes that's me cool. happy that, that that's how we do. So listen, you guys, if you come to house church, usually you're going to get a meal. Yeah. Make some sure. smoked queso soon because that's good. Ooh, that sounds really good. It's super easy. You guys got to get a smoke box like I've got, the electric kind. Mm. It's so easy. You can't go wrong. And it's basically you just stick stuff in it and time it. and. Yeah, it's got this little timer on top, right? You set your heat in when you're smoking stuff. Like everything I've ever smoked is like three hours, like meat is like three or four hours on 227. I don't know why it seems arbitrary degrees, <laughs> but that's what it is. So I just put it to that every time the mac and cheese is basically already cooked. Right. You're just at literally, you're just smoking it. So that's only like 45 minutes. The queso, you put all your ingredients like in different corners, that same kind of pan I used. Yeah. And put it in there and it melts all the cheese. And then when you take it out, you just mix it up. Yeah, dude. Like I'm about to smoke a turkey for Thanksgiving. My stepdad uh, air fries it. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. I'm excited. <coughs> I'm excited to eat some Thanksgiving dinner. Except. Yeah, man. Have you seen, are there any turkeys in the store yet? No. All the turkeys on a ship off the coast of California. And that's what I wondered. So I, I was talking to my mom today. I'm like, yeah, all it might need to be a little like small chicken this year. It doesn't really matter. Maybe it'll just be all potatoes and green beans. It'll be fine. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, man, you can make the cheesy potatoes. Mm -hmm. There's all kinds of options. Oh, yeah. I'm getting excited about that. Yeah, no, we'll have to get something like that. But no, and then um, we made we made a bunch of home, all of the popcorn that we made was homemade. So we like to I do the oil in the pan and make it make. So we filled up. Okay. So do you my, guys got like a popcorn maker? With a little no, we do. Like we got a good pan that we love, like a big that we do it in on the, on the stove and we shake it around oh, with the oil and everything. Really? We do it. Yeah. Wow, dude, that's legit. That's mm -hmm. old school. So See, we, we still have, the we use like the seventies, the eighties thing. Yeah. Like we had when I was a kid. That was super fun watching it all come out as a kid. Yeah. Yeah. But. <clears throat> 
It was funny yeah, because no, a little bit that was left over when we took it home. Nick and I both looked at each other in the van. And we're like, yeah, we're not touching that. We're, we're It's going right in the trash when we get home. Uh, <laughs> like all the kids. kid hands yeah. all in it. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. <clears throat> but that was cool. I mean, they watched a movie downstairs and had jammies and blankets and stuff. So that was pretty fun. Yeah. Too, so. Yeah. So in any case, we'll kind of circle back around as the press secretary says. Um, it was just an important movie to watch, you know, just seeing that there are people out there doing the thing for the kingdom yeah. and, and just, you know, it's just, that's reality. That's what's going on. You know, uh, um, I will say for me, a lot of times when I watch movies like that, where people are off the continent and there's other places where the struggle is more of a hour to hour, real life, life death, you know, women laying for two days in the sun shot that kind of thing yeah and then all the stuff while i i don't discount the importance of it but all the american issues we have right now a lot of times for me pale in comparison yeah you know and then which helps me in in my day-to-day stuff to be like okay each patient is going through this thing and each patient deserves my best and they deserve dignity. And no matter how we're feeling about it in the moment, yeah, that's good. you know, so that's really, it's important. It's important for the kind of the EMS community to, to remember that, you know, yeah. and it, like everybody's going through a thing, no matter how it looks to us for them, it was a big enough deal to call an ambulance so. Well, and some of the things I was thinking about, it it put a lot of it put a lot more in perspective. Um, after not because that that documentary was put together in 2020, I thought. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, so and now with all the, you know, like the the what the northern city that so much of that documentary was off of, and then right. to think that what ISIS has just probably take well, back that city again i know well that's afghanistan that the taliban is in isis i don't know what their stronghold is but people like their, that family like free burma rangers preemptive love whatever different countries have different stuff those guys are still there they don't leave just because the military leaves but they're so like like these people these christian people have this gift of of <clears throat> like loving the so-called enemy so much and so hard that they will be friends with Muslim people. Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah. And, and they'll be having robust conversations and disagreements about God and faith and all those things, but they're there to serve and it's just that easy. Yeah. Right. So if you think about that and kind of, so I'll, I'll, my little closing thoughts for our, our listeners, if you think about that, in whatever realm of the first responder kind of kingdom you work in, whether it's nurse or medic or EMT, police, fire, whatever, if you can serve in that way where it doesn't matter, it doesn't matter how they've wronged you. It doesn't matter what your opinion is of this person. If you can just serve, you know, with love, with a, you know, clear mind and a full heart, just do the thing is honestly quite a bit easier than to be mad at 
at why we're there, why they came in, why this, why that, just if you can just break it down and simplify it into just being in service, you know, and I'm, I'm not perfect at that. I get mad too. Like, well, yeah. I got early irritated about eight hours ago, you know, when we're taking people to the hospital because they threw up a couple times. But that's where they wanted to go. So that's where they went. Right. You know, and it's followed by a dude who thought he had huffed some cocaine and it turned out that it was pure fentanyl. <clears throat> got him back too. But it's just wild, man. It's wild on the streets and just the aspect of loving your neighbor really has to be kind of like on the forefront again. So, well, I really appreciated uh, you having us watch that. I had not heard of the free Burma Rangers. I had not heard of the Eubanks family and stuff. So that was, I'm, I'm very glad to be aware of them to, to see what they've shared and to be more, um, to just know more and to have a broader yeah. heart and perspective for, for that. So. You should follow them on Instagram because Dave, yes. like for sure, like in real time, he'll pop up live asking for prayer. Seriously? Like, like I'm about to do this thing right now. Can you be praying for us? Yeah. Okay. I'm going to do that when we get off. I'll, I'll seriously do that. <laughs> um, yeah. I, I'm always down for watching any of that stuff. So um and I, and I, I do think, I mean, it's, it's simple. I will, I will say this. I said, you know, I hiked three days of the Appala- Appalachian Trail, Appalachian, whatever, however you want to tell me to say it, it's fine. Um, this summer, um, we're capable of more than we give ourselves credit for. And, and simple things of, I will get overwhelmed, overstimulated by certain things. Like we all have our own stuff. Um, and yesterday was just one of those days where it kind of hit me. of like, okay, so I'm overwhelmed. There's stuff I need to get done. Am I going to sit around and waste a few hours just being overwhelmed or am I going to get to it? Just do the thing. Just do the thing. And so I'm, (laughs) it seems it's so dumb, but we all have that stuff. And so the more that I can say, okay, but now what, what am I going to do about it? Do I want to sit here and have this little pity party for a bit or, or do I need to say something and then go do, you know, like what, what are we doing here? And, um, the more that I can turn around and then I, I got a ton of stuff done, um, last night and woke up this morning feeling so much better. And there's other stuff too, that is just, you just, what are you going to do about it? Do something about it. God, what, what is my responsibility? Right. What am I supposed to do in right. this situation? And then just, just, I loved, okay. This one last thing that Dave said that I really loved towards the end, he said, you know, there's, there's one side of the road here, the ditch where it's all the, the sin stuff that bogs us down, all the evil stuff. Right. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then there's the other side of the road of all these good things that I could do, but God has not asked me to do. They're just distractions, right? And then there's the middle of the road that God's given me that green light for, and I just run. I just run and go as fast and hard as I can. Mm -hmm. And um, that reminded me of a bit of what Steve had said a couple weeks ago, where he's like, "I, I just, I don't question stuff. I just do. If God's opened the door for me, I just run and go. And so I, I really thought that that was really cool too, that there's all this crap that we can get bogged down with and there's legitimately good things that we can get distracted by too, but it's none of our right. business. It's not our lane. Right. So um, I want to, I want to be, I want to be like that. I want to spend less time mulling around. I want to spend less time getting overwhelmed and just saying, okay, now what, what, what can I do? Let's go, let's go. 
you know? So. Right. Well, and, and then for us and for this mission and stuff like that, that really hit me too when you said that. That's good. So then I, I get less concerned with all the workings and stuff like that at yeah. the main campus. You know what I mean? Yep. Like this is my space. This is where I need to be doing what I was assigned to do and just go with that. And it all seems to kind of work out. Absolutely. When we just, just step back and and let God do what he's doing (laughs) and we just do what we're supposed to do. It all seems, you know? Yeah. So anyway, you guys should check this movie out. You can find it on Amazon. You go on there and, Type in free Burma Rangers. I think it cost eight bucks to view. I bought it because I'm going to want to watch it a bunch because I like that sort of thing. But also you can go on Instagram, follow them. Same thing. Free Burma Rangers. You can look them up online, get a newsletter. All of these organizations are what? Well, not all of them. The two I mentioned tonight, preemptive love dot, uh, preemptive love coalition. I think they're a dot org go on there they have catalogs of stuff that the afghan women and i i iraqi women and stuff like that make like soaps and all kinds of stuff they have gear you can get and that goes to these families so there's ways to be involved if you are unable to and we're all kind of unable to actually just get up and go to iraq right now so these are ways you can support the the folks on the front line doing their deal. So anyway, thanks for listening, everybody. Thank you, Freedom Center Church and Kingdom Builders. Check us out on the socials. A couple of them. What are we going to do? All right. Uh, listen, are we really going to stay in this world thing that Zuckerberg's turning into? What's he going to call it? Meta or something? Have you heard this? He's changing the branding of Facebook and it's going to be this weird squiggly swirl. That's going to be metaverse. He's, call, he's called, it's going to be just called meta. Metaverse. I've not heard this, but I've been doing my business and being mom for the past day or so. So I, I don't know. It was in the news, dude. So I don't know. It's just. <laughs> oh, cat, my cat, and just tell me what we're doing. I don't even care. <laughs> Uh, I'll keep posting guys, the podcast think, and doing what we I, need to do. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. We're going to have to find a new way. I can't get down with that, but we'll see. We'll see. We'll take that as it comes. Okay. All right, you guys. Thanks for listening. You should come to house church on Mondays. Also one last announcement at freedom center church in Fenton on veterans day, November 11th, having a bonfire. Uh, on a Thursday evening. It's good stuff. Veterans and your families or whatever, whoever, come check it out. It'll be a good time. They're going (laughs) to cook hot dogs over a a bonfire. That's going to be something to see. So (laughs) you might want to come just because of that. Anyway. All right, you guys. (laughs) Thanks for listening. (laughs) (laughs) We'll see you.